When you're driving, speed bumps force you to slow down. Some are big, some are small. Regardless of the size, they can really mess up your car if you go over them too fast. In this go, go, go world, society tends to have a negative view of speed bumps. But in my opinion, they don't have to be a bad thing. We all go through speed bumps in life, such as getting married, a spiritual awakening, having children, changing jobs, a trauma, and more. In this podcast, you will hear the various speed bumps that people have encountered and how those experiences have shaped them into the person they are now. Because every story has speed bumps, and that is what makes life interesting. everyone. I wanted to welcome you to another episode of Speed Bumps. And today with me, I have my friend Rob. Uh, I met him at a New Haven walkabout where we're learning about New Haven history. And he's a really cool guy and we've stayed in contact. And so he reached out and wanted to share his story on my podcast. And I'm super honored that he reached out. So thank you, Rob, for joining me. Thank you for having me. So tell me two of your favorite things about you love about yourself, please. Well, one is my sense of humor, which most people don't like. <laughs> it's more fun for me. And uh, two is uh, my will and determination. So what I mean by that is if I really, really want to do something, I know I can do. Yeah. As long as I keep at it. I might not be the best at first. I might not be the best at the end, but I'll get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I'll get the... I'll, achieve that goal I won't quit unless I just don't care anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah but if you're driven to do it that's what matters you know and that's your driving factor right Right. so So I I know you had messaged me and gave me a few topics you wanted to talk about but I'm gonna let you start where you want to start okay well I'm sober now this time for 11 years okay so We'll, we'll start at the beginning because everyone wants to know why you're drunk or whatever. I had really good parents. Uh, they, they're still married. They still love each other. They're happy. They planned children. Like, I wasn't a mistake. They, it was a, <laughs> you know, I didn't want for anything. Um, I just, I had an alcohol problem, be it a genetic thing or whatever. And uh, it, it was tough. I, uh, it ruined and ruined a lot of things in my life, relationships, jobs. And so, and I was successful pretty young. And uh, so I could get away with some stuff. You know what I mean? Because I had money, I knew people, you know. So I got sober because a girl and I did it begrudgingly. And uh, the whole time I was miserable and I just wasn't happy. And uh, it was couple years before 9-11 and then I'm sober on 9-11 and uh it doesn't make sense to me you know we're working in a not a high-rise building but that similar style of construction not in the as, northeast uh, it was at uh the Yale uh, Peabody Museum okay where they where they take the uh the real fossils clean them up and then make the fake ones and then send them all to all the museums. And then they keep them in the vaults 
okay. down below in that building. And so it was a similar type of construction with the steel beams and the fireproofing. And, you know, I, I, I know how things blow up and I know how metal cuts. So like, we didn't believe it from day one, you know, okay. a group, a group of us, you know, maybe like two or three of us, the rest of them just wanted to go to war or whatever. And, uh, so, you know, I'm sober at this point and, and, and no one wants to fucking hear it. They they yeah. they believe it. You know what I mean? It's like, but we you don't want to hear it from me. But the physics are the physics. The the math is the math. You, you know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't matter if I went to school. I can still comprehend the words. And if I don't know what they mean, I can get a dictionary, and I can look it up. So after a couple of years of that, I, and being sober, and no one cares, and everyone just you know bloodlust and. Oh, believe in all this crap. I, I started drinking again. So I went crazy and whatever and bottomed out and, you know, got sober. But in that sobriety period from, you know, getting sober and whatnot, the whole thing becomes spiritual. It wasn't just the sobriety because I didn't go to AA. I didn't believe in that shit. I just quit. But you start going down all these rabbit holes and you start like, you know, the, the Christian rabbit hole and this rabbit hole and the, you know, the Indians and the whatever all that crap is. Right. And, and you get there and you, you realize there is something, you know, something more than whatever it is you believed or were told or whatever you didn't believe. And it becomes very spiritual, but the getting there was the hardest part and it took so long and people don't understand it. And they have no compassion for people that are going through that. You can ask me any question. You can stop me at any time. Yeah, sometimes yeah. So I, I do have one question. So you say you're sober now and it, it was a spiritual journey. So you're saying these things in the past tense. So is sobriety still a spiritual journey for you or just getting from where you were to where you are now, that part was spiritual. It, the spirituality part of it, it, it can't end for some people because where I got to, <laughs> it's very black pilled at the end, but it doesn't mean I don't have hope or faith or, I have hope and faith in myself. Okay. You know what I mean? And no one's coming to save any of us. You know what I mean? Like the Jesus that comes to save you is the, 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 the behaviors you adopt, you know, like his teachings, how you behave. It's not him himself in the flesh. It's the spirit. I like that. You know? And I, I, I was never there. I was dating a girl one time. She told me, oh, you got to find Jesus. <laughs> I, just, I just laughed. I was like, I, I, I just don't see it. And I, I'm not a Christian in the, in the sense of, like, go to church. I just follow the teachings. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I Try do. to be the best version of myself. I still fail, <laughs> you know, but I try to be the best version of myself. Yeah. And that's very similar to the way I see it is I try to follow the biblical teachings in the overarching themes, but I don't 
I, I personally don't get into the nitty gritty of like hair covering or, you know, you, you can't eat pork or things like that. And I know there's a Bible verse to support anything that you believe in. Right. Uh, but for me, like you said, it's more about being good to yourself, being good to others and trying to be the best person you can without being an asshole. Well, sometimes you need to be an asshole. And it's not <laughs> being an asshole. It's that person's perception being reflected back to them. True. Because that's what I'm feeling. So I'm just reverberating back to you what you're presenting or I feel that's being projected. So either prove me wrong or, or you know, I'm right. I mean, fair. And, you know, there's a saying, too, that no matter how good you are, you're the villain in someone's story. Like you could be, you know, I'm sure Jesus is the villain in someone's story, right? You know, <laughs> everyone's the villain in someone's story, whether a minor villain or, you know, your arch enemy. And it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, the one thing that people, I just got in a fight with one of my friends uh-huh. the other day. And I don't hold it personally. You're just pissing me off. And I'm telling you, like your behavior is wrong. You're not listening. And then finally I lost my temper. But like, I'm not mad. I'm not going to hold it against you. Yeah, you don't have grudges. Yeah. It's just, I got to get it off my chest. Because if I don't, I will hold the grudge. (laughs) You know what I mean? I do. That's what I'm you hold it in, you hold it in, you hold it in. And it's like, all of a sudden, like every little thing bothers you. And it's like, you can't, you can't even explain why you're just mad. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And, you know, there are times I, I used to be that person where I would be like, okay, I can just like, let it go. And at first it would seem like I would let it go. But to your point, I'd hold it in. And then five months later, because I never said anything in the first place, that thing that they're doing is still bothering me. And I blow up like it's some big deal when really they just didn't put their shoes where they belonged. And then I look like the asshole, but I was, it was my fault because I didn't say anything in the first place. Right. Yeah. Well, that's my other big problem with this whole trutherism community. Nobody wants to accept the responsibility for their part in any of this. Okay. And, And that's one thing I learned from sobriety. It's like, well, oh, this guy did that, or this guy did this. And but why did they do that? What did you do? Because nobody wants to be an asshole. Sometimes. <laughs> but for the most part, no one really wants to be an asshole. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. But no one really wants to be an asshole. They want to be a nice person. They want to be helpful. They, they, they really do. And I forgot where I was going with this. How this relates to sobriety. And how you being a good person and the lessons that you've learned from it and personal responsibility and how no one ever wants to. Yeah. No one wants to accept, excuse me. I'm sorry. No one wants to accept their, their part for what they've done wrong. Like you're the common denominator in the story, in your story. Yep. Hero or villain. You're the common denominator. Like everything revolves around you. So what did you do? Like, what did you do? Were you a jerk? Were you a good guy? Did you go out of your way to help the person? Or did you do something wrong? Were you snotty? Did you make a face? You know, some of, I make faces. I don't even realize it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I do, but now it's like, a, it's like a tick, you know? 
<laughs> but you know what I'm saying. No, I do. Yeah, I can hold my tongue for the most part, um, but I have no poker face. Like, hmm. I can't if I, I might say it's a great great to see you but if i really don't like you my face is gonna tell you that and i yeah <laughs> i i had a friend who convinced me to take acting classes with them and it was okay. one of the best things i ever did because I, I did it being in business i've been in business for myself for 30 years okay um on and off i always had a business even if i was working somebody else and so I, you always have to be an actor at some level you have because like i'm not going to like every person i'm working for i can't fair, fair. You, you know what i mean just, just i can't but like i need like certain excuse me certain clientele i'm not going to get if, <laughs> if, I, if i if i you know what i mean i just i just i gotta i gotta eat a bowl of shit once in a while so I learned how to do it, but I took these acting classes with this kid and it was one of the best things I ever learned. It taught me so much about just getting through the littlest things, just accept it. Just, yeah, okay, no problem. And just get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Don't, don't create confrontation. Don't, even if you don't mean it. You know what I mean? And then once you do it enough, you get so fucking good at it. And it's not a lie, but it's a lie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Were you sober when you took these classes? Just out of curiosity. Sober how? Like I smoke a shit ton of weed. I, no, so alcohol. Like, oh, alcohol. Oh, no, no, no alcohol. Okay, no alcohol. I was, yeah, I was during my sobriety. It was in okay. the past couple of years. Oh, okay. Okay. Recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I know some people may consider um, weed or other, even some people may say if you smoke cigarettes, you know, you're addicted to something. But I was specifically referring to alcohol because that's what you had were referring to when you called. My problem was with alcohol because it, um, well, weed changes my personality too, but it doesn't make me aggressive. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? So. It has, uh, it doesn't have negative effects, if you will. Okay. Um, I'm not saying I'm sober. I just don't drink alcohol. Okay. You you know what I mean? Like I'll do drugs if, if the drug I want to do is there, you know what I mean? I'm not going to deny myself, Okay. but alcohol is just not for me. (laughs) You said it makes you aggressive. Yeah, it multiplies my personality. It's like an amplifier. Okay. You know what I mean? Go ahead. No, does it amplify whatever emotion that you're currently at? Or is it always aggression? Yeah. But then, but does it mean that my wherever I am won't shift throughout the time frame I'm in? So, like, if you're fucking with me and I'm getting agitated, you know what I mean? Then that agitation levels multiply. If I'm happy and you're tickling my feet, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, it's almost like I'm bipolar. Yeah. There's really big swings. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why 
and I have my own opinions on AA, but why did you not want to go to AA? Um, because I wouldn't hang out with most of those people when I was drinking. You know what I mean? It's not a judgmental thing. I just like, I have a certain type of person that I like. I like being alone a lot. I don't like fucking holding hands. I don't believe in what you believe in. Like you're, you're talking some shit that like, yeah, I would never do any of this shit. Like I'm just fucking up my life. I'm not fucking sucking dicks or you, you know what I mean? Yes. <sighs> this shit this is horrifying to me i I might look crazy but like i really have a really good upbringing i'm pretty fucking traditional you know what i mean i just look nuts you're just Just the kind of i chose (laughs) you are you have a rough exterior but really you're just gooey in the inside oh i'm so soft you are yeah i cried at our fanny when i was a fucking kid in the movie theater I say this because I I know what you look like and you know you you definitely have a more uh, rough looking appearance but you get to know you and you the rough exterior does not match the inside and I love that (laughs) no I'm I'm like this yeah I'm like that uh puppy that like that really old dog that just just wants to sit at your feet and get pet on the head you know like I don't want to bite anyone I'm dumb biting people. I got hit by so many cars, you know? <laughs> I did get hit by a car, too, when I was a kid. Oh, damn. Are you, pardon? I said, I, I said, oh, damn. I said, what happened? Um, I was crossing the street on my bicycle. And I was in the wrong gear on my bike. I couldn't get the fucking pedals to go fast enough. And a drunk firefighter uh, hit me. And I went flying. I didn't get hurt or anything. That's and good. then, yeah, he was friends with my dad. He called my dad up. He goes, oh, just let me buy your kid a new bike. Mike goes, fuck him. He doesn't deserve one. He was in the middle of the road. He doesn't, doesn't deserve a bike. <laughs> 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 That's the kind of, like, parent I had. But it was good because it, it, you're not, it teaches you. You're not coddled. Yeah, yeah. You know? But, I mean, I was in fifth grade. I mean, you know, so, like, he was taking a chance letting me do what I was doing anyways yeah I I had a cousin she was I want to say 12 at the time uh she's older than me and she was crossing a fairly busy road to go to my parents house and actually ended up getting hit by a car and like partially paralyzed brain damage like the work so you're super super lucky I didn't have a scratch on me I went flying too Uh, I didn't have a scratch on me someone was looking out for you that's what I, yeah, you know what? I even remember telling my mother that when I was a kid. I remember telling her that. I go, I, it felt like someone just like kind of like grabbed me in their hands and just like laid me down. That's cool. Like, I don't know if you know anything about motorcycles or bicycles, but like if you come into a corner and like you, you're leaning to your left to take a, you know, a left hand mm-hmm. corner. And then you get traction and the bike will flip you up like a catapult. It's called high setting. And you'll go, you literally launch like a catapult. And when the guy hit me, it took my bike and flipped me. Mm-hmm. So it flicked me off the bike. Yeah. I didn't have a scratch on. He was going 40 before he hit me. I don't know how fast he was when he hit me, but he sent me. That's, that's wild. Cause 
like I said, there had to be some divine intervention going on there for you to walk away and be totally all right. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm not, I'm not denying that. But then like later on in life, I, not that I would deny it cause I would always remember it, but I would deny it in a way. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. What I didn't put full faith in, if if you will. Was it almost like you exaggerate? Go ahead. It, what, did you feel like either you exaggerated it in your head, or there was that sense of purpose, and then you didn't know what that purpose was, and so you know maybe that didn't really happen, or something like that. Yeah, and then like the the next couple months later so now i'm in sixth grade because i was in the summer of fifth grade i'm smoking pot with my friend and he's driving his mom's car around the driveway and he ends up putting it up in a tree like in between two trees so it's like stuck how do you i don't know it was like dukes of hazard shit like he literally jumped it in between two trees and he gets out of the car and he's jumping on it and every time he jumps on it because i'm laughing like a like a girl giggling this is hysterical. There's a car in the tr- there's a tr- car in the trees, you know. Was so it a flying car? His mom's car, the four door car, the one she goes grocery shopping with. She was out with the father. Now the other kids were out, and they just left us alone. And you know, boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> Put a tree in the car, car in the tree, and every time he jumps on the car, it sinks down further. So you know, I'm seeing stuff like this, so like. And I, I told him, like, I don't want to get in this car with you. You're going to crash the fucking thing. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm watching him, and I, I, I'm thinking, like, he put the car in the tree, but did I put it in there? Because that's what I'm thinking about, because I'm so high at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, I don't believe anything. You know? You know, you're doing drugs. It's, it's six, you know, how old are you in sixth grade? I don't like know. Like 11? Yeah. 11, 12? Yeah. Yeah. You're smoking weed doing mushrooms drinking beer and shit no i'm not joking you know what i mean like so like you're doing that at such a young age you don't believe anything anybody's telling you yeah this is all bullshit so then you're growing up like that it's like you don't believe anything you see or hear you know that's why i was drinking so much and then i like i'm sober during 9 11 and then you motherfuckers like you Come on, man. Like, you're telling me I'm retarded? You can't see this shit? You, you know what I'm saying? I'm ruining fucking Christmas and weddings and fucking everything, you know? getting in, I got a fist fight at a wedding over some fucking shit like this. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, did you if you're seeing all this bullshit at such a young age, like that's middle school. Did you mm-hmm. buy, did, like, did you finish high school or were you like, I can't even sit here and deal with you people. My mother asked me to finish high school and at least get my diploma. So I said, yes, I would do okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the only time I used my diploma since then was once I lost my license and I used it as a form of identification. Okay. That's literally, I don't need it. I feel like most things that we're taught in school, we really don't need. And the things that we really need to learn aren't taught, not in school, at least. You know what? They broached the outer edges of everything. And I think it's honestly up to us to uh, do any 
research on her own because I didn't learn anything till I learned it on my own and went and read books. Yeah. Or, or books on tape. I, I, I'm not a good reader. I have like a little dyslexia. So if I don't understand something, I'll start filling in fucking words how I want it to work in my own <laughs> get to the next sentence that I understand. So then I got to read things like 10 times. Um, so I like books on tape or podcasts. That's why, you know, yeah. and then during the time of getting sober, that's what I did. I just filled because I didn't need much money to survive. I don't have any bills, you know? So like I could just sit at home or go to the beach or whatever and just fill hours of listening to podcasts or books on tape or whatever professor puts their um, their course online, you know, because you can, yeah, I don't get the piece of paper, but I I don't care for that. I just want the information so that I can verify what the fuck you're telling me. Yeah. So you give me the the knowledge to verify. That's all I need it for. I'm not trying to build a rocket ship to Mars. I don't want to go there. I'm from here. <laughs> you can go. Please leave. By all means, get the fuck out of here. All of you. <laughs> Just go to Mars and never come back. <laughs> oh, that's great. If you had, if someone is listening and is like, yeah, I've toyed with the idea of, you know, becoming sober, but you know, the AA thing really didn't work out for me. And I don't think I can do it just like he did it. Like if you had to give someone a piece of advice of how to try AA, try AA, try but if AA didn't work, cause you said you didn't like AA and you just kind of did it cold Turkey. So if you had to give someone a piece of advice, what would it be? You got to have faith in yourself to be able to pull it off. If you don't have faith in yourself, like I, I, I'm successful at things when I put my mind to it. So I knew I could do it. Yeah. It's just a matter of will. Like, am I going to do this or not? Do I want to better myself or not? And that was it. I'm going to fucking better myself. No matter how long it takes, I'm going to get fucking better. I remember one time I was laying in my backyard on the grass, just looking at the fucking sky and there was turkey buzzards circling me, right? And I'm going, fuck, I'm not dead yet. Fuck you guys. I'm not dead. I'm not quitting. I'm just, I don't feel good. You know, I'll get better. Like I'll figure this shit out. You know, in the first five years were the fucking hardest, the hardest. Why? Because it was such a part of who I was for so long. It was part of me. Like I was literally severing a part of my identity in a way if you will Mm -hmm. and it wasn't but in my mind it was you you know what I mean like no I do yeah go ahead some people refer to that as like an ego death where you that part of you you didn't know that you would have to mourn but you do because it was so integral but you learned a lesson from it and now you need to move on from that so it is a form of like a death within yourself yeah I, I, I can I can equate some I was doing this breathing exercise one time not like Micah I don't know what the fuck I was doing and I, I I swear to god I came to a green light a green light came or something I passed out or whatever and a fucking green light it asked me a question and it was like a two-part question but in one part or I assumed it was two parts 
And the answer to it is like, I'm fucking bankrupt, like morally, spiritually, everything. You know what I mean? Like, and from that point, I was maybe like four or five years in, maybe earlier, but like, it had a profound effect on me. Huge. Like, it you... fucked me up. <laughs> so what was the question? <sighs> Fuck, I don't remember. But that was the answer is basically you felt morally bankrupt and things like that. Yeah. yeah like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, I literally think that was the question. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so you know? I, I have to ask, cause you've mentioned that you do other substances. Were you high at the time or were you like completely? No, I was doing a breathing exercise. Did, okay. But I didn't know if you're like doing the breathing exercise yeah, and you were also on mushrooms. Or, no, I wasn't on mushrooms. No, okay. I might've smoked pot in the morning or some shit. Okay. But not like I wasn't doing edibles or any of that okay. shit. I wasn't doing mushrooms or on any LSD or any of that shit. Well, it, it sounds like almost like a psychedelic experience. That's why I was asking. But I also know that people have had psychedelic. It was it was a psychedelic experience. It was a breathing exercise to trigger a psychedelic experience, and that That's was. Cool. And I don't know because like. You know, it's telling you you're going to see a green light, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know if I created it. Like, I don't know if I maybe did this breathing exercise and released some DNT on my own somehow or another, or some, you know, like, like Kundalini gay shit. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I do. You know, I'm not picking on it. I know it's real, but I don't know how to explain it. You know, yeah, so I'm, yeah. sound, I'm saying to sound wrong, but maybe I did something like that. Yeah. And having that preconceived thought in my head during that experience that's what came to me like what the fuck is wrong with you like even just what i'm doing like my subconscious like you're breathing yourself into like like uh like you know you're breathing hyperventilating it's like fucking you know what i mean like maybe my subconscious is going like what the like really dude you're trying to get high breathing now the fuck's wrong (laughs) i'm just morally bankrupt (laughs) <laughs> you know but whatever it it had an it had a uh it had an effect on me so then what happened well what was this effect obviously for the good right a, a good effect yeah, yeah, yeah no it just gave me like hope or faith or you know what i mean just like oh, what the you know what i mean like okay you can keep going don't stop you know what i mean yeah that motivation yeah, well, it's like, all right, well, well, I'm not dead, so maybe I'm getting a second chance because I didn't lie. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like you so passed some test. Maybe I don't fucking know, but that that's that's how it felt, you know, for me. And everybody's experience is different, you know. And I'm not saying like. It was real for me. Yep. I don't know if it was real. The, yeah. You know, no, no. I absolutely, like, this door behind me is real. I can knock on it in. It's physically there. But yeah. if I have a dream, the dream may be real to me. But it and doesn't mean it's real to you. It doesn't mean it's real like that door. But it could be. Sure. Well, that, that's even, like, we'll, I'll get, we can circle back to this. But, like even like I've had sleep paralysis before where you wake up and you can't fucking move. 
Yep. And like I'm like, holy fuck, this is it. I'm dead. But like I'm like, I could kind of roll my eye to the left and I see my girl and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like how's this gonna go? I'm like, oh, I, I, I literally go, I can't wait to see her face. <laughs> oh, and I got a question for you. Sure. That um, when you're driving by that cemetery, yeah, with your husband, yeah, was it that one in Beacon Falls by Route Eight? I think it was, yeah, because it was on Route Eight, and like I was looking. I don't remember the name of it, but I pulled up Route 8 and like the route that we would have driven and we would have mm-hmm. driven past it. Um, Is it Beacon Falls? Yeah. And it just, it was either Beacon Falls and then there's also another one in Torrington that we passed. We passed a few of them along the way. All right. If it's the one in, if it's the one in Beacon Falls, I was dating a girl who told me she used to see spirits in that fucking thing all the time. Well, it, it was... It was weird because I, so for those who are like, what are they talking about right now? The episode that I did with Ghost from My Third Eye, uh, that's when I talked about this. And we happen to be driving past the cemetery and we drive past cemeteries all the time. And we had driven past this one and I don't typically see anything in the cemetery. And I happen to, like, it was like there was a crowd of people for a funeral, except there wasn't actually a crowd of people for a funeral Um, because it was a very old, old cemetery. And my husband had asked me, he's like, are you okay? And I was like, I see a bunch of dead people. So. Yeah. She used to say the same thing. I didn't believe her, but now I have, I kind of owe her an apology for not believing her on that. Like I said, I don't do it all the time. And I've driven past that cemetery before and it it hasn't happened before or since. So. I'm just whatever something's over there yeah i'm not i'm not saying it it may not even maybe you're just receptive to it you know what i mean or maybe she's just receptive because it wasn't everywhere it was just there yeah you know what i mean so whatever but sorry no 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 you're good so the sleep paralysis so i've had sleep paralysis too and i know people can describe it in different ways uh can you tell me a little more about that like was it only when you were drinking or only when you were sober or only at night or anything? Only that one time. Okay. That I recall. Now, <laughs> this is a great story. I don't know if I want to really share it, but I'm going to anyways. And I'm not going to ask you to edit it out so you can hold me to that with this okay. part. Okay. Um, but let me finish the other story first. So okay. I'm laying in bed and and I can roll my eyes. I can see her over there. And it took about, it felt like forever, but about t- maybe about two or three minutes before I could like, uh, like get that kind of a sound and then wiggle yeah. my toe. And then once I could do that, it kind of went away real fast because I knew I was alive. Yeah. But, but one time the same girl this poor fucking girl we went up to one of my friend's houses and uh we were staying over there and we went out drinking and i got hammered and in the middle of the night i proceeded to get up and walk across the futon stand directly over her and piss but she caught me during the whole time and i got like i peed on her but she wasn't mad because she was so impressed with my balance 
of walking on the, the it's like a balance beam. It's literally, you know what balance beam is. You're a girl. You did gymnastics and shit, right? So you yeah. know what I'm, I'm hammered in the middle of the night, sleepwalking across the thing. And I peed out. And then I literally walked across it, jumped off it, got on my side of the bed because I didn't pee over there and went back to sleep. And then she woke me up. <sighs> Poor kid. I feel bad for her. A little bit. Was this the same girl that saw things in the cemetery? No, this is a different girl. Okay, okay. No. Oh, man. I don't owe either one of them apology. Trust me. They're even. <laughs> so, this sleep paralysis, you said only happened once and never, never happened Not again? Really. But I, apparently I would sleepwalk and shit. Okay. Talking that kind of stuff. But I don't do that any longer. Now that I don't drink. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely spirits. You definitely, I, I was definitely possessed by something when I was drinking. Well, and, and there's a lot. Go ahead. There's a lot of people who say, you know, they alcohol is called spirits and it opens you up to these lower vibration, lower entities, negativity, whatever you want to call it. So you're, you're not the first person to say that. I didn't believe it when I was younger. My friends, I had friends from Australia and his mother would say that to me. And I didn't buy her bullshit, if you will. Mm-hmm. But looking back, because I learned a lot from those people, to be honest with you. Um, looking back at it, what she would say to me makes sense now in retrospect, but I didn't see it in the moment. You never really do unless you're really cognizant of your self. And most yeah. people, when they're thinking like that, aren't. <laughs> They might be cognizant sometimes, but not, not when they're like that. Yeah. Yeah. Was she, um, was she an Aboriginal or was it, you know, what? she just I, happened I, to be from Australia. I, I, I don't know. Okay. They're just, they just happen to be, I don't ask questions like that, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. I didn't know if they had certain <laughs> traditions or stories. Beg your pardon? So some cultures will have like certain traditions or stories that make it apparent where they're from. That's why I was asking. Um, they would be like what you would, if you're in Australia, you'll get this like a bogan, which is like the equivalent of like a redneck. Okay. You, you know what I mean? They're like a little hill, but, but they're rich as fuck. Okay. You, you, you know what I mean? So, you know, they're, okay. they're good people. They just, yeah. you know, they they understand life. And she was just telling me, Rob, this is this, and this is why this is, and this is why you behave like this. You know, and I'm a young kid. I met them when I was in sixth grade. You know, they saw it. They were telling me. They were trying to help me. You know, but you know, I'm not going to fucking listen. I can learn the hard way. Yeah, it, it, and most people do when they're, when they're in that type of situation. Uh you what how'd your parents feel about all this like did they try to help you did they get to the point where they're just kind of like we give up like where did they stand on all this my parents always loved me but they're like they're not gonna argue with me because they raised me they know that i'm not gonna listen so like why why get yourself worked up it's not he's not gonna listen anyways you know if my mom's saying it to my dad or my dad's saying it to my mom I'm yeah. not going to let whomever's telling me whatever, even to this day. And I, it's to my own detriment most of the time. 
but I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I <laughs> like, all right, fine. I don't give a fuck. Like I'll deal with it, you know? Um, so I, I think, and then the first five or six years of me being sober, you know, I was sober six years prior and then seven years in between. But, you know, I'm, I, oh yeah, you made it six years. Big fucking deal. You did that last time. And then you went off the fucking rails. Who's to say you're not going to do that again? Just give us all false hope and fucking bring us to misery again. You know what I mean? Even, even now I have friends that are like, they like, I haven't seen in years and I'll run into them like someone died or whatever. And they're just still holding on to something from, fucking 15 20 years ago like dude i'm not that fucking guy anymore yeah you know but like at this point i'm like yeah (laughs) cool whatever now i know who you are (laughs) yeah if if that's how you want to see me i can't change that yeah i'm not not even gonna bother you're not worth the energy you know what i mean like i gotta justify myself to you now i haven't seen you in 10 years and like now i gotta I don't give a fuck what you felt. I felt shit too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck you. You know, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times when there's, let's just say an argument about something, both mm. parties are likely at fault for something. 100%. But one person may apologize, whereas the other person will likely hold a grudge in, in most scenarios. And that's, where the issue comes in is, you know, going back to in the beginning, we were talking about personal responsibility where people don't want to take that personal responsibility for, okay, I'm the common denominator here in all of these situations. What is it about me that's causing these situations? But like you said, a lot of people can't do that. Well, here's another thing though. A lot of people just don't want to hear it. Like today I'm sitting in the park and I'm minding my own business. I'm listening to some fucking podcast. I don't know which one. I was zoning out, minding my own business. This fucking guy comes over. He starts trying to red pill me. (laughs) I'm like, all right, motherfucker. And I'm circling back. So he starts red pilling me. And finally I go, hey, dude, I go, not for nothing. I go, everything is fake. I go, everything's made up. I go, George Washington wrote the Constitution. Therefore, it's created. It's not, it's made up. It's not real. Why does it apply to you? Did you sign the fucking thing? Then I started going, there's laws of grammar that capitalize the we in people, in posterity. Well, those are proper nouns. Those are proper nouns. They're not common nouns. They're not for you and me. So in, 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 you know, like some, I'm, just going nuts i go you believe in santa claus i go you believe in government i go it's fake i go some guy just tells you to do shit and you do it without question because you think he's right he's just making shit up and writing it down and you believe it yeah he goes oh my god sir i hope you find peace i go i am at peace i go you're the one who shook up i go i just told you there's no santa claus motherfucker Was he trying to sell you on the 17th letter that shall not be named because it get podcast banned words in the word vaccines? No, <laughs> not even, not even, not even that. Uh, no, more like, like a Sean Hannity type red pill. Okay. 
you know, like, like, like vocal- Trump is our savior. Yeah, like, dude, I'm like, it's two wings, one bird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just dropping turds everywhere. It's just no good. Yeah, they're just trying to tell me to vote harder and, like, you know, that kind of shit. It's like, no, man. Like, the belief in this system is the problem. It's just fake. It's a belief. You can change it in a minute. One minute. If everyone just goes, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Doesn't mean I I don't care what anyone else does. Just don't tell me I got to participate. Yeah, and that's not saying. To be clear, uh, we're not calling for violence or anything like that. We're just saying we're going to opt out. Yeah, just like don't make me participate in your foolishness. Don't say because you voted for something, I'm entitled. You're entitled to tell me how to live. Yes. That I have to contribute to your foolishness. I'm not opposed to contribute. I'm in business. My whole job is to contribute to the happiness of your life and make you happy that you gave me so much fucking money. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I got to sell you this experience and show you all this shit and justify why you're paying for it. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I got to, the, the value has to be there. It, it can't just last a year. Yeah. You know, or four years and change the plan. You know, so like, I, 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 I'm for rules. I'm for like getting along with people. Like, I don't want to be fucking cutting trees down and growing fucking corn and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind having a garden. I don't mind having a couple of sheep running around. Cool. But I don't want to have to have a flock. I don't want to yeah. have to like, I got to go sell my fucking flock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's fun, but we need a society like we need to be able to do this, right? Like, yeah, we really want to be Quakers, no, Ramish. Not that their values aren't great, but like we're you know some things we just can't go back to. Doesn't yeah. mean we can't get grounded. I'm no. sorry, you. Were- no, 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 no. You were on a roll and I was going to let you go on that roll. No, I agree. There's certain things about current society that are great. And then there's, unfortunately, though, a lot of it that doesn't work, but people are clinging on to that old system and they think the only way to make the change is to vote, but it's not. There are so many other ways. And one of those ways is opting out. One of those ways is instead of going to stop and shop, you go find a local farmer. That's another way of opting out. You're still getting food. You're just not getting food from the big corporations. Well, like the last civil war, when the people opted out, somebody came down like a jealous ex-husband and beat his wife into submission and took all her shit and made her stay in the union or made her stay married to him, if you will. You know? Yeah. Like you can't opt out. Like the North literally came down. Those people voted to leave a voluntary union, a voluntary union of loose states making a union. They voted to leave that union, create another union. And then this guy got mad because he's got a new boyfriend over here. So he came over here and beat everybody up and took everyone's shit. And then subjugated them and enslaved the whole nation. 
And then we build we build monuments to him in his throne with his hands upon fascists. And we go, well, no, it's just becoming a fascist government. It's been a fascist government since 1865. I don't think I've ever heard the Civil War quite described that way before. Why is it bad? Did I do a bad job? No, it's I just I've never heard it put that way. You know, like we were talking about before we hit record, we're taught certain things in schools, but we're not necessarily taught everything. You know, there's many points of view on things and whether no one, no one person has all the answers. No. But that's what we're taught in school. The the teacher at the front of the room has all the answers. The textbook has all the answers. And if you have a different answer or you have a question that doesn't quite fit what you're learning, well, you're just wrong or you're crazy or you don't understand the topic or whatever. And eventually become a crazy conspiracy theorist. That's been my whole life. I've been in trouble since first grade. Literally since first grade. Because I'm asking questions. I'm like, no, 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 that's not what my mom told me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's not what my cousin told me. That's not what this guy told me. That doesn't sound right. Were you the no, kid that, that outed Santa Claus? No, I got outed. Uh, I, I got outed. Santa, I, my cousins did it to me. They ruined it for me on Christmas Eve. It was horrible. It was traumatic. How, how old were old. you? Too old. Too old to believe. I don't know. Too old to believe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like when you're a kid, there's nothing wrong with believing in Santa because it keeps that magic alive. But one idea that I've loved since I've heard it is eventually every kid realizes there's, spoiler alert, not some fat guy in a red suit that comes down your chimney and delivers presents in case y'all didn't know. But when the kid realizes that that version of Santa isn't real, that they can become Santa in the sense of they can give gifts to people and where you don't have to tell them it was from you. So, you know, little Susie can give a gift to a neighbor and almost like a secret Santa and just to try and make that person happy, but not need that thanks or here, let me put it on Instagram that I was really nice to this person or I bought someone coffee. Like you can just do things to be nice. All the charity I ever do, you know what I do for. Yep. So all the charity I do, I do through that type of activity. And I might give away twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of value at some some levels in, in labor, my yep. labor. Yep. And I never put a claim in and get a write-off. If there's money set aside for it, I say use it for whatever children part of it yeah yeah you know use it for them don't if you have ten thousand dollars set aside for, go buy him a, a 3d printer yeah you know what I mean? so you're you're getting two forms of charity here right right you don't need a pat on the back i don't i don't want to be in the picture in the newspaper one time i had to and then i had my mask <laughs> off and they got mad at me i'm like well what's the point if i'm wearing a mask i don't want my name in here i'm gonna give you a fake name anyways <laughs> <laughs> you know was that the one time that you wore a mask? I did because you know the people who I did it for. Yeah. So I just shut my mouth because I, I didn't want to fight with her. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. I didn't put it on for the picture and like pull it off right thereafter. 
Oh, geez. Because I wasn't, it was, it was more of, can you please do this for me? I don't need this crap because it's going to cause her a problem. Yeah. Not, it's not her feeling it, the problem that it's going to cause for her. Right. Damage that her granting me my wish is going to cost her more problems. Right. So I do it for her, not for, <laughs> for anything else. No, 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 no. And I get that. I no, I, I totally get that. There's been plenty of things that I've done that I don't like, but I'm like, it, there's certain fights not worth fighting or you don't want to make it harder for the other person. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, it's like, it's, and it's a French, when I say her, it's a friendship. I like, there is no, uh, none of that. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. None of, uh, none of that. Uh, there's, it's not a relationship. It's a business relationship. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I'm not doing it because, you know, I'm trying to get anything out of her. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm no, just no. clarifying it for everybody else. You know what I mean? You know. No. Uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, males and females can have a friendship without a sexual side. So. Um, ah, depends, man. So it not really- like a truly deep friendship, but like I consider you a friend and there's nothing else here. So that's yeah, what I mean. That's. That's different. Like, I respect the fact that you're married. Fair. You know what I mean? If you weren't married, I would probably try and sleep. <laughs> I would. And if it, what, what's the point otherwise? Okay, you, you fair. I mean? Biologically. All right. Yeah, really. Like, yeah, we could have, we could have like a friendship on like a level, but not like we couldn't hang out. Like, we couldn't like go to the beach and where, you, you know. No. And then no, that's we, fair. We're not going to dinner and hanging out drinking and shit. No. no. But like, if you're like, hey, want to go meet me at the farmer's market? I want to sh- shill my, no, sorry, wrong word. I want to sell my my stuff. Yeah. And I, I feel comfortable going there and you don't have a boyfriend or your brother can't go that weekend or something. I would do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after that, like, yo, this is the last time. Otherwise, there's, you know, something's going to happen. Fair, fair. Be honest. At this point, I'll be honest. So yeah. everybody knows. So nobody's wasting their time. And that's and that's true. And you know, and there's a lot of times that we try and tiptoe around other people's feelings or situations because we don't want to offend somebody, right? And right. some people may be like, "Oh, that's really crass," or you know, why, why would you say that to her? And I'm like, but he's being honest and I'd rather have someone be honest than tiptoe around it. And, you know, that's just basic it's communication. It's deceitful at a level True. because you're not being honest. So you're hoping you're sitting in the corner waiting, you know, what are you waiting for a weak moment or, you know, she's like, oh, I don't feel good about myself. And, oh, you're so beautiful. And, and you know, what? you need to steal a kiss and, shamer into having sex with you you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah and that's in my opinion worse than if you're just honest because then you're taking advantage of a vulnerability yeah at 100 percent. the easiest way to get a girl to go home with you is start insulting her tell her she doesn't look i told a girl one time this is a true story she says i don't feel good i go you look like shit 15 minutes later she was sucking my dick in parking lot 
True story. Because honesty is rare. Well, she she wanted to prove to me that she wasn't ugly and she was hot and she could get the job done for me. And like that wasn't my intent. I literally meant you look like shit. Like you look like you're gonna throw up. Like get the fuck away from me. So then why'd you let her do that? Because she came out of the bathroom. She cleaned herself up. <laughs> like, All I didn't right. care. All right. <laughs> she, she was hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I just like at that moment you did not look good. Fair, fair. Like, she, like I wouldn't tell her normally she looked like shit. But, like gotcha, you, gotcha. She literally looked like she was gonna throw up. But she miscommunicated it and she wanted to prove me wrong. She did. <laughs> that she must have some serious issues because that's yeah, a really she, messed up thing to like want to prove. She's fucked up, yeah. <laughs> like as to that. If I, I I got hundreds of stories about her that don't even involve me, but involve me, but don't. Yeah. You know, just because I know her and every you know, whatever. But yeah. So <laughs> all right. Bring it back to sobriety and alcoholism and things like that do you ever miss it do you ever Um, want want to do it i used to and i'll tell you what in the past um maybe three years okay what we used it 22 yeah so now four years okay i i i I met i made a really good friend for a little bit about 2016 17 mm-hmm. we hung out all the time and we talked about all this shit and we fucking we didn't figure out the world but we figured out a lot of shit together really just broke some shit down so like you know we don't we don't hang out anymore which is fine but whatever but we we really figured some shit out together and got where we needed to be. And it was a good friendship while, while it lasted. And uh, I'd say about 2018, I really got to the point where I just like, yeah, I don't need this at any level. I just don't miss it. There's nothing about it that's um, appealing. And that's what I was saying before. It took about five or six years before I got to that where I really believed in myself like oh I'm really fucking doing this I'm not gonna stop you know my life's actually turning around it's getting better you know I I, you know what you can still be an asshole if you want to be you just don't have to be as hard and you you don't have to like be as quick and you can you know you can play yes and 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 get through it you know what I mean instead of just you know trying to get everyone's goat all the time you know yeah. So, um, do I miss it? I think I miss the feeling of it, but nothing else other than it and everything else that came with the feeling. It doesn't have this. The value isn't the same as what I have now. Just, okay. The value is just not there. But I understand because I have a friend that's going through it right now. this is his first time getting sober and he's about five years in and he's ready to start drinking and he quit begrudgingly and i just want to tell him just go fucking get drunk i know it sounds horrible for me to say it but like 
you're not helping yourself in this condition. So maybe you should just fucking relapse and fucking feel shitty anyways. If you're, you know what I mean? Because you're, yeah. you're talking about it. You know what I mean? You're talking he, about it. He has to want to do it. Whether, whatever that thing is, either he has to want to go drink or he has to not want to drink. You have to want it either way. Right. And he doesn't, he doesn't want it. He's doing it. You know, like, I think he got ultimatums from whomever he got ultimatums from. And I'm sure there was a group of people that gave him ultimatums. If I can look at the situation from 50,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Giving someone an ultimatum to quit something rarely works. And in the long run, they usually end up sneaking it or going harder or doing something worse or just as bad. So. I got so sick of doing it for my girlfriend who I couldn't stand anymore. I broke up with her and started drinking on my 30th birthday. Like that's like, and I, and I loved her enough to quit drinking, but I'd rather drink than be with her at the end of the day. That's how much I missed it. Well, and that ultimatum probably created resentment too. And resentment doesn't breed love. Well, she's still doing it. You're not helping me. <laughs> You're not making it easy anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I don't, I don't blame her. You know what I mean? I should have broke up with her earlier, you know, but I wouldn't have, I would have started drinking and my life wouldn't have turned out the way it did. And honestly, all, all the stuff that happened, good, bad, right, wrong, indifferent, as shitty as some stuff was, as great as some stuff, well, I wouldn't change a fucking thing. Yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got to the understanding to where I am. I feel like a lot of people who've gone through whatever their speed bump is, when they can truly say, you know, I wouldn't have changed a thing. And to me, that's when they've dealt with a lot of this traumas, whatever you like that word or not to that came along with their speed bumps because when you can say like yeah that was really really shitty but because of it i am who i am and i'm grateful for that part it is the lesson you needed to learn yep how you need to learn it you're gonna fucking learn it yeah so you can do it the easy way and listen to somebody or you can do it the fucking hard way like i did and i i again i i had a fun time I, I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of really cool people. I, I did a lot of fucking cool things that a lot of people wouldn't get the chance to do and met a lot of people people wouldn't get a chance to meet. Yeah. You know, I, I had a really fun time. You know, some people didn't. <laughs> you know, someone didn't. Yeah. You know, but, you know, what did you do? <laughs> you know, there had to be something. Do you ever drink the non-alcoholic alcohol for the taste, like the non-alcoholic beer or no? All the time. And I did the thing that's funny. Like I'll go play cards with my friends and I'll get a 12 pack or two six packs. Yeah. And I'll drink the whole fucking two 12 pack. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I, it's just, it's just how my, I'm wired. It's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't, it's just how it work. It's just. Oh, that's what it is. That's how you drink this stuff. It doesn't matter. That's just how it works. I'm getting better at it. I still like it. So it does, you know, and it doesn't trigger me. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? Like, I'm, it's, I know enough to not do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's not who I am. It's not what I do. It's not, it's not part of me anymore. Yeah. I feel like there's some people that if they tried to drink the non-alcoholic, it would almost make being sober worse. And there's some people that they, it probably helps them or they. You got to be at peace with yourself, man. Yeah. And, and, and or your God, you know, and a lot of people aren't. A lot of people don't have the, the, the luxuries that I've had where I could go spend fucking five or six years doing nothing and literally just do whatever I want, listen to whatever I want, experience whatever I want. Not many people have that. No, no, literally just nothing. Whatever I wanted to do, I did, you know, and you know, if you got kids, you can't do that. If you got a wife, you can't do that. You know, if you got a business with like employees, you can't do that. You know, you just, you can't. So like I had luxuries other people just don't get where I get to experience just learning things people will never learn. Do you think having that freedom is part of the reason that you were able to get sober and stay sober so far? A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, and wanting to better myself, mm-hmm. like knowing that, the, that there's definitely something better, you know, what it is, who decides that that's subjective, you know, but like yeah. my, my personal experiences with individuals for the most part in the past 11 years has been so much better than anything else I wouldn't you know what I mean like I'm, yeah. I'm never coming back to that and like I just I met someone the other day and I was hanging out with her and uh I had almost like a flashback or a deja vu or like a moment of empathy and I don't mean like I don't have empathy but like I had a moment of empathy where I'm like oh I get what that girl was saying about my behavior at that moment in time. This girl's doing that. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I get how I used to fuck this up or fuck that up or whatever the whomever was complaining yeah. about. I see that behavior here. Oh, I like it or an epiphany. Maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you had a moment of self-reflection where you could look back. You didn't understand at that point in time, but when the, literally the shoe was on the other foot, you're like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, 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 100%. It was just the other day. It was just the other day. You know what I mean? It's not that I, I didn't understand it, but I didn't understand it. And it wasn't even like she was ruining anything. She was ruining it for herself, to be honest. Yeah. If, if you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying. But, um, <clears throat> but I was like, oh, that's what that fucking, ah, I get it. I'm like, ah, oh, I fucking ruined that moment doing this fucking thing that no wonder she was so pissed that time, you know? <laughs> and then I have like all these fucking reels going back in my head. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I, again, I had. But the fact that you can, A, recognize it, and B, then look back, see all the situations, but then also give yourself grace and not 
some people, when they realize that they can get really angry at themselves or go into a downward spiral. Whereas it seems like for you, you're like, oh, yep. Yep. I was an asshole. Then now I understand. I was always aware of my behavior and how I treated people when I was sober, even when, because I wasn't drunk 24 seven, right. you know, so I was always aware of, and even like when I was a kid, you know, like don't hit people. We use our words. I'm like, fuck, I want to hurt them. So I'm like, how do I hurt people with words? So like, I learned how to be really mean with words. And I'm sure you've experienced assholes like me. I didn't do that to kids like you. I did that to other kids, but (laughs) you understand what I'm saying. I do. I do. And so like, I learned how to be mean, you know, like, oh, okay. You want to play that fucking game? Well, I'm real fucking, mean, (laughs) you know? So like words are important too. They have so many meanings. And like I was saying, like I was saying before with the constitution, when they capitalized we and people and posterity and made them proper nouns, those words have fucking totally different meanings yeah. than what you think they mean. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm getting it, all go, go go ahead. No, you're good. It, it's funny that you mentioned the words and you know how you were like, I'm going to, when you're little, I'm going to try and figure out how to hurt people with my words. Cause I can't hurt them with my fists. One thing I had to explain to my husband, I was like, when I'm really angry and pissed off, I, no, I can say the thing that will hurt you the most. And so I'm going to step away. So I don't be that person, but I absolutely can be. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, let me walk away. Just let me walk away. Cause I can squeeze, I can squeeze my lips for five minutes. Then I can come back and not be mad. I can think of, I can think of cleverer ways to be a dick (laughs) and get my point across without being mean. Right. Like I, I'm still going to communicate the overall idea, but I don't have to hurt you in the process. Right. Like, but there's been certain times where I'm like, I could say this and I know it'd be the exact thing that, that would hurt you. So I'm going to walk away because I don't need to be that. I don't need to be that bitch, but don't come talk to me until I come out. <laughs> no, no, a hundred percent. I get it. And I didn't understand that either when I was younger and I was drinking, you know, full of testosterone. I mean, I, I, you know, it's not like I wasn't full of testosterone. I'm not like a, you know, I might be a little guy, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a soy boy. You know what I yeah, mean? So yeah. Like, so like I'm full of testosterone. I don't care what you're trying to tell me. There's no, there's no girl logic that's going to convince me right now. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. you know, I'm a little bit more compassionate now that I'm older, but not very. <laughs> Well, you see me in the chats when I go fucking up on people. I do. And it, it it's so funny because you're like, you definitely are more traditional because if you're talking to a guy, you're one way. And if you're talking to a girl, you're a total a different way. And if, you know, there's just guys in the chat and then you realize a girl pops in, you're like, oh, sorry, I was being an asshole. And like you change. And it's so funny to see. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's it, it's hard because a lot of girls don't know how to. um handle somebody being really genuinely nice like my parents loved each other so like that's how I think you're supposed to treat somebody and some people just don't understand that yeah you know what I mean they don't it's like no I'm not soft I just I want to treat you soft right (laughs) you know what I mean I don't want to be hard on you 
<laughs> I don't want to be like that. I want to be nice to you. Right. <laughs> I had a couple of ladies that I'm like, what would you prefer me to be? Would you prefer me to speak to you like an equal, like I talk to a guy? Or would you prefer me to speak to you like a lady? I would prefer to speak to you like a lady. I would. I would. I'd rather speak to you like a lady. I'd rather, I, I don't want to talk to you filthy. Say yeah. dirty words at you and yeah. say like like because that's what I'm gonna say to my guy friends. Like yeah. you're not equal. You don't want to hear this, do you? No. No. Yeah, you know. So no, I'm very traditional. That's why I never got married. I Wait, couldn't find any. Okay. It, it, no, no, no. Explain that. You're like, I'm super traditional. That's why I never got married. I need you to explain I that. Never a girl that had traditional values. I well, the one girl I peed on when I was drunk, she was probably the closest and I just fucking ruined that. I, I, I'll admit that I ruined the, the whole thing, but um, she would probably have been the closest, but she had some problems that were just, she just never got over them to this day. So you know what, what do I mean? you mean? Traditional, like you couldn't find traditional. What does that you mean to you? Better at 21. And, you know, she wasn't sleeping around with all sorts of guys and dating, you know, she she came from a pretty decent family, but she had some underlying problems that are her problems that aren't mine to discuss. No, no, no. But like, what were, what were you looking for? Beg your pardon? Um, Someone that would just, I could, I could afford to have a girl stay home and take care of the kids. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, just stay home and take care of the kids. Like, what the fuck? Like, your life's over. You got what you want. And you'll have a car. I'll get you money for clothes. You can hang out with your girlfriends at the house with the kids, whatever. You know, I just don't want you working. I don't want you out all night. The fuck is what's so hard about that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, like, they all wanted to be, like, I want to be a fucking this. I want to be a lawyer. I want to do this. I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm not waiting for this shit. I'm just going to go out and have fun. Yeah. And, and you know, some people uh, may call that misogynistic. And I, I don't agree. Um, you know, if I had, there's, I used to want that career. I used to, but I also struggled with wanting kids. And I'm like, how would I, how would I balance a full-time career plus kids? And now I find more joy in you know, staying home and making sourdough and making home cooked meals from scratch, then, you know, the few times that I would drag myself out to go to a bar with friends in college. Like I hated that shit. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I, the whole career thing, like, I'm not, if you want to have a career, have a career, but like, you can't have both. You, you, kid, you really can't. You need to raise your kids, at least the first seven to ten years. Yeah. Hang on, and then you know whatever. Maybe you can go do whatever. But uh, you can also like have a like you do the the fragrance thing. Yeah. Or whatever, and you can turn that into something, and you can create something out of that while you're doing whatever else in your free time that you you know whatever you're not doing like because you don't have to churn fucking butter. You can yeah. go and, you know what I mean? You can, yeah. you can, you know, sell your fragrances, which is churning butter just in a different sense. 
Yep. You know what I mean? You're you're providing for the household. So like like I'll sell this fragrance and I'll get butter, and then I'll get eggs because I sell my fragrance. So like it's the same thing. It's just like people they what they they not simplify it. They knock it down or diminish it, and it's yes. like it's an important part. Like I share, like I have memories from 18 months and I could I asked my mother we were sitting on the front stone wall and they were changing the apex of a corner in front of our house and I remember sitting there for a couple of days with her and she looked at me she goes I hope you remember this one when, when you're older and I asked her maybe about two or three years ago I go do you remember when we were sitting on the rocks watching them do the road she goes you remember that I go I remember you telling me to remember it you, you know what I mean yep I remember her telling me, I hope you remember this moment, you know, because we were playing with a flower and the guy's putting the thing around and, you know, whatever. And we, and I remembered it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I hate when people go, oh, it's on the beat. It doesn't have consciousness till it's five or whatever. Oh, bullshit. Like, no, man. No, it absolutely does. My My husband has memories from that young. And so, yeah, it absolutely can happen. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just flabbergasted how people are just so bought into the belief. Like they like everything. It, it's Santa Claus, man. It's literally Santa Claus. Like government is Santa Claus, and you believe it. Not yeah. you. I'm, no, no, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Of it too. I'm not innocent. I'm not an innocent. Like. I was guilty of it too. You know, like I believed in it. I believe I went to school. I, I got the same indoctrination. I just, I, I, this is where I'm at now. And it's like, no, it's just make, it's just made up shit. Dude. It's just words on paper. That's no. all it is. Yeah. And uh, if anything that we said tonight here triggers y'all folks, maybe you should look at why it triggers you. <laughs> Cause it tr- it's triggering you for a reason. So if you're mad at anything that we said, why don't you do some soul searching and figure out why? Yeah, I don't mean any offense to anybody. No. I don't. I I just want to be left alone. I don't want to have to participate in anything that um, you know, that against my will. You know, like you, you can kill your baby or you can have an abortion, but why should I have to pay taxes for you to do it? I'll go to the bank and take out seven hundred dollars. On a loan, they'll finance you. They're looking to finance people to make money. You know, why do I have to pay for it? Why does it have to be a government subsidy? You know, yeah. I don't care what you do. It's your karma. Yeah, I mean, it, it. go ahead. I mean, no. it, and that's certainly one way to look at it. You know, I know a lot of people wouldn't agree with that, or maybe they would. But there are a lot of things that, People are like, why, why do my taxpayers go to that? Or why does my tax dollars go to this? And these representatives are supposed to represent us. They don't anymore. We never did. No, no. And th- th- like I said, I don't care. Like, I really don't care what you do. Anybody. Just, I don't want to be a party to it. And you can't force me to be a party to something I don't agree to. I don't consent. Like, if you tell a boy no, and he proceeds, right? That's yep. wrong. Yep. I'm saying no. Stop. Yep. 
I don't want to do this anymore. I didn't yeah. ask for this. Yeah. Did I wear the wrong skirt to the courthouse? <laughs> what? I, I came out naked, so you're just going to take advantage of me? Yeah. It, in, in all things, no means no. If you don't want to, if you don't consent, no means no. And I don't care what that scenario is. Yeah. You can't force me to your society just because I was born here. You can't force me to conform to your your shenanigans because I was born here. And my rights are inherent by God, not by government. Yeah. That's it. You know, so like whatever rules you guys write on paper with your fiction as you make your bullshit up doesn't apply to me. I don't even I'm not even registered to fucking vote. Like, I don't even believe you exist. Like, you're making shit up. Half the country doesn't vote. Yeah. Right? And then the other half's fighting the other half about who's in charge. That means 75% of the country doesn't agree with the fucking ruling party at all times. <laughs> and you're losing this shit. Really? Yeah. It's obscene. It's fucking obscene. And I'm not saying we don't need rules. That's what people don't understand. We need rules. But like these rules are retarded. They're not working. No. We we need common sense rules. Not yeah. Yeah, like don't hit me. Well, in and, and I saw this thing and it made a whole lot of sense. Why do we care if there's a seatbelt law? If I don't wear my seatbelt, the only person that's going to get harmed if there's an accident in that accident is me. Yeah. Now, could, sh- could other people in the accident get hurt? Yes. But they can also choose to wear their seatbelts. If if I'm not wearing my seatbelt, what do you care? What does that affect anyone else? It doesn't affect anyone else's driving. doesn't affect anyone else's car. No. There's no helmet law in Connecticut. Not anymore, no. There isn't in Michigan, I don't think, either. There's never... I don't ever remember a helmet law in my life being in Connecticut. For a motorcycle. And I think they were trying to pass it and they just rallied on the Capitol and they said, nope, ain't happening. Well, and I know in some states where they don't have helmet laws anymore, or maybe they did and then they got rid of them, the insurance, if you don't wear a helmet, um, is higher. I don't give a fuck. But I'm like... (laughs) I'm going to lie to them and say, yeah, I'm going to wear a helmet. When I crash, I'm going to fucking die. So who the fuck cares? Fair enough. And if I I live, what are they going to get? Right? Like, I'm not going to get another insurance policy with them. Right? Fair. And, fair. And, like, uh, it's just, they're just scamming money off you just to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can see if you have a loan on the car or the motorcycle and the, the bank needs to insure their product. Not the, I believe in that they, they're yeah, paying yeah. for it. In theory. In theory. They got the product they loaned you the money for to make sure that you know it gets paid back in full their products safe i i can understand that but if you, if you own it what do you need insurance for like you're on a motorcycle really i mean you know maybe just some general liability for a car but like your chances are you're not going to make it i know a couple guys have made it but they're they're not the same <laughs> yeah i had an uncle that was in a motorcycle accident and lost below his knee one of his legs i don't remember which one anymore i have a friend that did that i had a friend that just crashed in the back of a car broke his hips i mean they all live but they're all wearing helmets 
you know? Well, I don't know if he was. I don't remember. No. And, and then I had a friend crash on a scooter. I think he broke it. He thinks he broke his neck like six years ago, you know, on a scooter. <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. hundred percent. You could trip over a cat toy and break your neck. Like. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I told you, kid put a tree, in, a car in a tree. I, listen, I still think there's some Harry Potter magic Wingardium Leviosa shit going on for that car to end up in a tree. He literally, and his dad had to pull it out with a bulldozer. The, how high, okay, okay, how many feet off the ground did this car end up in this tree? The, he went up a hill that was probably about 10 feet. And okay. the car was probably about five feet in the air because it was about 10 feet off the, so like he hit the lip, went yep. about 10 feet, about five feet in the air and got stuck into the tree. So he was carrying momentum as okay. he ran into Okay. So he literally like kicked a field goal. He like split the uprights and in the car got stuck. I don't even, I, I wouldn't even know how to explain that. Just like I did. And, <laughs> and I'm sitting on the picnic table, just laughing. It was the best. It was it was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I enjoyed it so much. It, you know, it just, I mean, that whole day was a trip, but I will keep it to that. <laughs> well, Rob, I really appreciate you coming on and chatting with me. And I know you wanted to remain anonymous, but if anyone has any questions, you can send them to me and I will pass them along to Rob. And that's how I we'll mean, get that done there. Don't even bother. There's no <laughs> question. <laughs> If you didn't get it from here, you're never going to fucking get it. There's nothing I could do. There's no other way I can explain it. There's no, there's, there's no, oh, can you, can you uh, point, uh, tighten up this point over here, this bullet point? No, there's, listen, dude, if you didn't get it in this, there's nothing I can do that can explain it to you better. Seriously. Right. Well, and I'm not trying to tell anything. I'm uh, nothing. You know, just that was my experience with, with drinking and life. And I was glad to share it with you guys. Elle, you're the best. Well, thank you. And I'm honored that you came on. And thank y'all for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful night.